Welcome to the Yummy and Fearless podcast with the Side Chicks, where we offer our side of the issues. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at Yummy Fearless on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and even Pinterest, where you'll find additional content from today's show. You can also listen to us on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please rate, like, review, subscribe, and share. And if no one else has told you today, we love you. Now let's get into the show. Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. You correct me when talking about the nose hair, though. The nose hairs. It's like God's cruel little joke. That's like so God tacky. got jokes. That's so fucking tacky, man. <laughs> nose hairs. And then I hate when I didn't realize <laughs> that they had grown like that until after I've been around people. I'm like, God damn, I got a big, thick ass long hair coming out of my nose and didn't notice it. And I, and then, I, and I think, I think it's like a booger or something, you know. Right. No, it's a hair. Oh, it's a hair. I know. I have to catch myself smiling. But then I'm like, why do I have like boogers? It's because <laughs> your, your hair, your nose hair is so long. It's bringing everything from your nose on out. To your lip. <laughs> Just, the, I mean. What is that? It's, it's, it's not a, right. It's not yeah. right. Is this is a total betrayal? I'm just like, and then the mustache. Don't even get me started on the mustache. The mustache that I now have to rid myself of. It, it used to be like once every couple months. Now it's like once a week. Oh, I have a <laughs> but I don't. Even though I should do it once a week, I don't. And then invariably, I'll catch a glimpse. I'm like, I got an I'm bunny. I got an I'm bunny. And it's like, I, why did I let this go so long? Why? Oh, I look up and I have a straight goatee. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but you know, it's so subtle. You know what I'm saying? That it's subtle. You don't notice it when you you're looking at yourself it. every day. But I bet you everybody else can can notice it. Damn you goatee. Like, <laughs> goatee like Aaron Hall and shit. <laughs> jam. <laughs> oh, jam. <laughs> That's some bullshit. I'm like, that is some bullshit. Getting stuck in my goatee. Damn. Oh, my goodness. We have a few things to talk about today. We do. So. Where do you want to start? Well, I'm Yummy. I'm Dark Phoenix, and we're the side chicks. Why? Because we give our side of the issues. We give our side of the issues. We give our side of the issues. Let me me get my... uh, situation here we got wait a minute okay okay you know what I realize now why the um links I was sending you for Charleston White Mm -hmm. were saying private why because he's been censored (gasps) really Yes. He's been censored. By T.I. T.I. censored him? How is that possible? He has been calling um, the mayor. Me- media. <laughs> the 
the mayor so, of YouTube. So like the one link I sent you for an interview he did with Big Facts. Yeah. They're out of Atlanta. They're on revolt now, but they're out of Atlanta. Okay. So that went private. 85 South, they're out of Atlanta. That went private. Wow. So in other um, so only his only his content from their channel yeah on, on, pri- okay on, so they on, made it un- unsearchable or unaccessible inaccessible yeah so other um black media people are saying so like dj academics has said that ti called him too mm-hmm. and was like don't put anything of him up if he calls you don't interview him don't anything and there's a few other people that said T.I. contacted them and and T.I. himself put up if you're with him you're against me if you mess with him so the reason the links I was sending you that Uh -uh. previously worked no longer work what do you think of that I mean I think that that's whack it's bitch like to me i think that I think all you're doing is giving him a bigger platform like a bigger platform than he would have had if you hadn't said he anything just not if you had just left this alone because it makes you even more curious as to like yeah the so then because i had to doing? actually go look what it did because i couldn't access those i went looking for him to see what he said and then that led me to other things of his you know so all you're doing is blowing him up you're doing yeah. the opposite yeah, so it's it's interesting. I mean, so like this last week has been interesting in terms of, if nothing else, censorship. Yeah. So I don't know, like the whole T.I. Boosie thing and like the, the moves that T.I. has made to me are the antithesis of what hip-hop was supposed to be which is like this counterculture because that's like some white man shit to me yeah yeah like that's that's the power structure which is really and it's more revealing of what of who they really are because they are the haves they are the haves yes but all all he's uh, doing is using his power and influence and when you look at the reason that he's doing this for because someone called his child ugly to to go through all of those steps i i just hope you put in a, a similar effort to curtail that young man's yeah behavior as much effort into that as you have into but i i don't think that i how can i say this and i like T.I. Like, I don't have anything against T.I. T.I. is all right with me for the most part. I thought he's done some questionable things in the in the past, especially with, where his daughter is concerned about the hymen and all of that stuff. But um, I don't think he has. It's like this. You can't stop this train. You cannot stop this train. I don't care how much you try, because that's not how the Internet works. No. Guess what? No. Just like you just said, we're now all you're doing is sparking curiosity and now mm-hmm. you make him even bigger than he would have been if you had just ignored him right. he would have gone away on his own do you know how many people have said things about celebrities that they choose not to dignify some things you just have to it right. makes you look guilty it exactly. makes you look real guilty and real sus because 
you can't handle somebody criticizing you. Right. Right. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody's saying that they were just like in total agreement with Charleston White with everything he said or the way in which he said it. Nobody was even saying that. But the way that he like tried to throw his power, money, and influence around over really what this offense is about, that's some tacky shit. That's, and I, that's some tacky shit. But you said it, and you said it very well. If he had put as much effort, or if he would put as much effort into curtailing his son's jacked up behavior mm-hmm. as he is in trying to silence this nobody, mm-hmm. gosh, we might have a well-behaved, we might be on to something. Uh, uh, raggedy head dude. We might be on to something <laughs> because if if I were uh, Ti's uh, wife, or it, or if if King were my child, fuck whatever little disagreement I'm having with Charleston White. Fuck him. Okay. Yeah. But the but the point here for me would be I would want to be sure that I'm not sending the message to my child that what's more of more importance is public's perception of what's going on and what I'm willing to do Mm -hmm. to try to defeat that aspect of it. Opposed to the role that we are playing in this dynamic. Well said. So let's look at what we control, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily random motherfuckers opinions of us yes all right that that's not really i don't think that's the best place for us to put our energy so let's Preach. let's talk about what we control and let's just be honest with the parts that we played in this preach live going live on instagram when you're having conflicts that you brought that that's ours we gotta own it yep Boo. nope going on instagram smoking weed that's ours. We yep. got to eat that shit. Preach it. Nope. Preach. Preach. Going on Instagram, threatening people, something you did, daddy, and the son did. That's ours. We need to eat that. Preach. So that's what you need to do. That's what you ground yourself in the reality of what part of this you own as well. Fuck Charleston White. Because mm-hmm. he going to do him. But, but, but he got you on this one. Yep. And on top of that, Charleston, once you started this, Charleston White started going through how you, your federal case. <laughs> and now you, now you on here talking about your federal case. Yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 this is like a checkmate. <laughs> this is, this is like textbook of everything not to do is yes. what you do. Like, who's your counsel, man? You don't have a publicist or something? Right. He could have talked through his publicist if it was all of that. I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's such a waste of energy, waste of time. Mm-hmm. And for, to no avail, really, because I still saw what, what Charleston White said and more. It's, I still it, said, it, so saw what he difference? said. So, so what's the difference? I don't know. It, it's, just, it's just like, and it's like you tried to, you... You acted like the establishment. I think I think a little bit of the establishment is is part of this gangster mentality. I think it's kind of like I think he thought he was being gangster. 
I think that's what he thought. So I think there's a fine line between the establishment and gangster in, in, in reality and in some people's minds. I think there's a, there's some overlap there, but it's still, you know, it's still not who we are. It's not, it's not, like you said, it's not the spirit of hip hop. No, I don't think it is. I think that mm. it's a hip hop is founded on kind of this free speech, this, you know, you're going to, you're going to call it out. You're going to call out. And, and then it, it kind of evolved into, <laughs> and I hate to quote this dude, Charleston white, but he did talk about how certain rappers talk about, you know, what they've done with underage girls and smoking, uh, or, or taking Molly and Percocets and things like that. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know when that was like, you know, right. rappers would talk about smoking weed, but these guys talking about doing hard drugs. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I don't know that that was the spirit of hip hop. I don't know if that's the origination, you know, how it originated, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not, I don't know that that fares well. I don't know that that's going to serve him. I don't know that that serves him well to right. try to shut this 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 dude now he's a nobody or he was now you've elevated him to the level of you to the point where you're asking fellow or media to not interview him you put a lot of importance in his pocket putting a lot of importance that on is, him I, yeah that's a lot you're doing too much you're doing too much because it's you're just doing too much i don't know i'm just kind of disappointed in him in his, in his conduct in relation yeah. Because um, T.I. has, you know, his faults, but he also has a lot of redeeming qualities. And mm-hmm. I just think he's too, he too damn old. <laughs> he should, he should know better. And I thought he was smarter than that. I really I did. I just thought he was smarter too. I thought he was smarter. So, but yeah, he all in his feelings and shit. So, so um, there is a self-proclaimed cougar named Hattie Weiner. Mm-hmm. Weiner. I think her Weiner. name is Weiner. Mm-hmm. She's 86 years old. And she says aging women are faced with anti sexual stereotypes. But she is as open about her sexuality as ever. And she's a sex sexologist who previously starred on the TLC series, Extreme Cougar Wise, and says that she has a new perspective on her approach to relationships. So her quote is, I always want more. I'm stopping casual sex, says the uh, 86 year old cougar the creator of sex with aging is best known for her tagline of being a committed virgin until the age of 22 and a committed slut from 55 on (laughs) so she's been in like a whole phase for what longer than we've been on the earth years so she didn't like embrace her sexuality until like 55 that's right because she because she says she got did she get divorced or, or she got like divorced that? she was married for 25 years before her whole phase which she's still in so what is a whole phase though just 
just smashing. She smashed. She, you know, getting smashed. She said she started putting ads in the um, paper. Yeah. Asking for, you know, rendezvous. But like, how unusual is that? Like, so she was married for 25 years. How bad must the dick have been to get out of that marriage of 25 years and start putting ads in the paper? Like, anybody want this pussy? <laughs> I don't know. Well, she, you know, she came up in an era where it, it was a lot different than the era is now. So she came up in an era where you had to be repressed. And I think it was, you know, it probably was an act of liberation for her in her eyes, you know, like I'm going to do whoever I want, whenever I want. But but she likes younger men, because if I'm understanding correctly, she said it kind of reminds her of or, or that's where her growth kind of got stunted at that age, at the in the 30s, 40s. Range. But at 55, she probably, if she wasn't going through menopause, she probably was postmenopausal mm -hmm. when your vagina is like dried up and stuff. To be like in that phase when most women are like, leave me alone, to where she's like, come get this. That I think she probably, crazy. is it one of those you use it or lose it type of thing? Like maybe, maybe we get dried up because we don't use it as much. You know, I mean, she's she's sexually liberate. I mean, you know, I I kind of um, I kind of admire her um, just because she's she's defying stereotypes. She's you know, she's going against the grain. And I, at the same time, I feel sad for her. So really? I admire her, but I feel sad for her because she basically is saying like nobody wants to do any they don't you know I, I want to have a relationship you know she said she always wanted to have a relationship even when she was just fucking <laughs> she oh. said and it was, she would always be sad that it didn't work out but she she had to come to terms with the fact that it probably wouldn't work out or just come to terms with the fact that if it worked out good but if it didn't she had to just be okay which is why she stopped having casual sex because it was just too painful for her to not, you know, to not have it materialize into a relationship. So that's, that's the part that makes me sad. And she basically is saying that once you get to be a certain age, even though, you, you know, you can clearly still be sexual, you can still be sensual, you can still have passion. Men her age are not checking for somebody her age. Wow. Okay, so this is sad. So she would prefer a relationship yes she just can't necessarily get right the relationship part so she ends up just with the casual sex yes well at least she did now she she's kind of weaning herself off of the casual sex but she she talks about when she had um she because she likes she prefers younger men she was dating yeah. this dude who's like 30 something and his he went away on a trip and the girl he thought she thought it was just the two of them they were just you know vibing but then the woman leaves a, a voicemail on her on his she was at his house and she and she hears the voicemail of the his ex-girlfriend saying hey I'm, I'm gonna come to town um hope to see you again can't wait to see you blah 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 so she's like so she calls him up and she's like you know she just called go ahead and you know see her and, and maybe have sex with her and then you know you can you can let that be 
your choice. You know, you can you can choose at that point or you can choose after that point. And of course, after he hooked up with his ex, he was like, yeah, I don't think this is working out with Miss Hattie. So she said she was so devastated, like just Mm -hmm. devastated. Like it was so painful that she actually put an ad in the she no she she went to a place where it's called um a s&m place mm-hmm. we call it a, a, a sadomasochist place where um you could do role playing i guess and she asked a friend of hers to beat her like flog her because she wanted to feel she felt like if she could have physical pain it would somehow subdue the emotional pain oh hattie that's intense yeah so, so the casual sex was like, you know, because she, you know, she, she felt liberated, but at the same time, it's just sad because she really did want to want a relationship. So, so to me, this kind of like makes more of my point that most women are not interested in this shit. Not really. In having sex or not having multiple having partners? Sex, but or? Not, yeah. Like multiple partners are out there like just hey come everybody get this pussy because that ain't what she even fucking wanted yeah you know what it's it's, she she don't even fucking want that if she could have got what she really truly wanted was a real guy in a real relationship and a real connection Mm -hmm. but she she never got the real connection so she just kept popping that pussy. Yes. She, she didn't want that. And, and that's what I, that's what I think. I think that like maybe younger women aren't as in touch with the fact that sometimes women, I think, get so caught up in what it is in the process that on some level, I feel like women are like playing man. Oh, oh yeah. They say there's a saying that goes women I mean, men play at the game of of love all for the sake of sex. Women play at the game of sex all for the sake of love. Absolutely. So I don't know how true that is, but well, what's she supposed to do though? She's a old, she still has all this passion. She still has the ability, the desire to be sensual, but young men are still sowing their oats, if you will. And then older men are not checking for anybody her age. What's she supposed to do? Yeah, I agree with that. I guess, you know, everything costs, though, you know, even though, you know, she still wants to be out there and in the game, there's a cost, though, for all of those experiences. What, like soul ties? You know, because each time she has this little bit of hope in the back of her mind, and each motherfucking time, they nut and keep moving yep each time mm-hmm. so like uh but the article that i was reading she was sort of making the point of how all of the imagery and stereotypes for older women are anti-sexual so oh she, yeah which you agree i with that? agree with yeah i agree with because nobody wants to think of an older woman as being sexual you know that's the last thing you want to think about when you see an older woman me being one, you know, me being one. <laughs> People don't see us as sexual. It's it is unfair though because older men get to be sexual, yeah. even though 
technically they probably are the least sexual because yes. dicks really stop working. That's what she said. She was like, their dicks don't even work. Their dicks don't even work. <laughs> right. So if there's anybody that's older that, you know, society should be like, don't, don't pay no attention to them. It should be men because they should stop working. But women, you know what? We, we can, we can be in the game. We can be I'm in the game. You. We we were not, we don't have ED. There's no erectile <laughs> right. function that we have to contend with, but men do. So, so Hattie says that being a cougar or an older woman who fucks young guys or fucks all together, there's all sorts of stereotypes that go along with being old. And most of them are anti-sexual. And so, as you would imagine, I just used all those stereotypes and did the opposite. I dig it. So everything that everybody thought, Hattie just was, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. So when she started the newspaper, um, put the newspaper ads in and kids, this was before the internet. So uh-huh. I'm sure if the internet existed, she would have done it on the internet or the apps. So she put in there, looking for a supremely sexual man under 35. (laughs) She went hard. She went hard. She was not playing games. She was like, listen, this is what I want. I kind of, I mean, I kind of, I kind of admire that. I kind of admire that. Well, then if you look at, so what was, what year was 30 years ago? When was this? 80s. So yeah, in the 80s. No, 90s. No, 80s, 80 something in the 80s, late 80s. Yeah. So in the 80s, putting a um ad in the paper, like looking for a supremely sexual man under 35, that's some wild shit. And maybe that kind of protected her or she thought, she, I, I imagine she probably thought that protected her on some level because she didn't have to she didn't have to risk her heart. She probably thought, you know, when she first started on the journey, she probably felt like I'm gonna make sure that it's, it's nothing but sexual because I'm, obviously I'm 55 years old. You know, I'm not trying to have, they, they're not gonna want to um, kick it with me like that anyway, but maybe, you know, we can smash. Hmm. But then it turned into, wait a minute, you know, maybe I want a little more. She said that she and her husband used to have a lot of sex, like a lot of sex. Really? All the time, two and three times a day. Yes. And she said it was after she started working outside the house because she was like a, she was like at home and he was the star. He was the, you know, person who was out in the community. Once she, once she became passionate about things in the community and kind of went outside the house, he couldn't take it. He was like, "Mm -mm, he couldn't. So he tried to, you know, shut her down. He basically divorced her at that point. Yeah. Told her in front of the kids, yeah, I'm getting, I'm divorcing your mother. Because he didn't like her getting any shine. You know, he, he was cool as long as she was in the house and he was the one mm-hmm. out there, you know, in the community. But so she, but she said they had a great sex life until then. Wow. Wow. Hmm. So you, you saw a picture of her? Mm-hmm. Video. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now she dresses like a little hot mom. 
She is wild. <laughs> she is wild. But I kind of like her style. I mean, she she says she thrifts. She okay. kind of thrifts. She wears whatever she, you know, whatever's in her spirit to wear. And she yeah. she feels like she can be her authentic self. She's kind of artsy. Like a, yeah. she got like an artsy kind of free spirit type of vibe about her. And she's really pretty. I think she's really pretty. Okay. So you like <laughs> you like okay. <laughs> no, I mean she's well, you know, it's interesting because she said that most people like the idea that this is her speaking, I'm having sex, mostly because of how I look. Now, if I look like a typical 80-something year old, maybe people would say, who would fuck that wrinkled mask? <laughs> And then she says, people are allowed to love babies with their vomit and with their smelly diapers, but they're not allowed to love themselves in the same way. Now, I'm not saying you should have a smelly diaper, but make sure that you do what you do to feel good. But when I look at her, she does look 86 to me. She looks 86, but she she looks good, though. She's really attractive. She's an attractive woman. I'm sure that when she was younger, say in her 50s, I'm sure she was still a stunner. Yeah. Because I think she's beautiful even now. Now, of course, she's like, she's in, she's in decent shape for an 86-year-old, but she's still like, she ain't moving real fast and all that kind of stuff. You know, she oh. like, she could be, she could have a cane pretty soon, you know? <laughs> so the picture I have, she has on, I think, a little skirt like a, a little hot mama skirt and cowboy boots yeah cowboy the cowboy boots and the cowboy hat killed me yeah <laughs> that killed me it's like a, a a leopard cowboy hat and some colorful ass boots I'm like you better go girl and a little hot mama skirt yeah so <laughs> so has your appearance ever held you back from sexual experiences my appearance oh I don't even know. Um, um, not, not yet. Um, not, not yet that I know of. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure somebody looked at me and was like, oh, hell to the no, you know, but I don't, I never interacted with those people because they, they weren't checking for me. So maybe that helped me back from having sex with somebody that I might've had sex. I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, I think that for a lot of women, their perception of their physical appearance does hold them back. Oh, their perception of their physical right. appearance. Men. Men don't give, okay. clearly, clearly you got an 86 year old woman who is still getting it in. Somebody climbing up on that shit. <laughs> right. So men don't give a damn. Men will climb up on each other. Yeah, pretty much. They, come on, they don't give care. them a soft, uh, wet container, and <laughs> it can be a it can be a hard, smelly asshole. <laughs> They'll put their dick in it. <laughs> They'll put it in there. It could be a paper towel that's a little damp. Right. They'll, They'll put their put yeah, pretty much. It could be a hole in the ground. Just <laughs> yeah, they'll I yeah. So it's about your perception but I do think that it's common that a lot of women get stuck up on that but like Miss Hattie has never had that 
which is somewhat unusual as well. Like she feeling herself and she said that I look, I look and I ask myself, do these wrinkles really matter to me? They don't. What matters to me is muscle. These muscles, she said, pointing to her legs. I don't want to insult my body. There has to be a way to honor what time takes and what time gives. And that's what I live with. So she don't give a fuck. She I think that's a great quote, by, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think there should be. I love that quote by her that a, a way to honor what time takes and yeah. what time gives. So that, that's, that was in response to them asking her if she would ever get plastic surgery. You know, in this day and age of Botox and plastic surgery, she was like, nah. Mm-mm. wow like the wrinkles that you know it is what it is but like think about like the girls from this generation that you know they put up pictures they in their 20s and they got to have a filter yep bbls and boob yeah. jobs and lip filler they gonna be fucked up like man i just don't get it i just don't and then men i, I wonder like do men really like that do men really like the fakeness of, it's like having a doll like what happened to the realness of, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't really, if a guy came to me, if I like muscles and a guy had to get some implanted, I don't know that I would feel the same. But you know what? I don't know. I think like the whole sense of what is normal, like everybody's sense of reality is so altered. I think true. I mean, because these same guys, at least their peers, they spend all their time looking at these images, yeah. these altered images as well, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. what they want and expect and hope for is unrealistic too. Cause they, they, they like all these pictures and look at it and. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, so it, it's clearly not about, um, what well, w- hopefully we can become evolved. Um, and the young women of today can become evolved enough to realize looks are going to fade. I don't care what you look like. Those looks are going to fade. And what do you have at that point? Now, what I hope for Miss Hattie is that, because I, I, I feel um, inspired by her, how liberated she was and is, that she is really breaking barriers and, and dispelling myths and stereotypes about what it means to be an older woman. I love that. I do, however, want to see her with, you know, with, with one person that, you know, really lights her fire and can match her sexuality and where she can be, have a, a man. Cause she, you know, she, that's what she wants. She wants a man. She wants a man. So you don't want to just have sex. Right. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that for her. Cause that is, that is, that's what that girl wants. So that's, that's the, so the, the moral of the, I mean, I think at the end of the day, the moral of the story is women even older women of a certain age still have desires. They still matter. They want to, you know, society wants to discard us and them um, and, and look at us. You know, we all want to be desired. Everybody wants to be desired at some point. I don't care how old you get. And if she still has passion and the, the propensity to get it in, who are you know who is society to be like no you're an old lady you should be a grandma mm-hmm. or something go be a grandma you're not sexual right you know forget that yeah you we know, still have so desires and by so- golly we still have sex apparently yeah well she does i'm gonna have to live vicariously through her <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I, I heard older women. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> I guess I'll never know. Yeah, I'm excited for her. Bless, bless her heart and all the rest of you out there doing it. So, <laughs> um, is, is Chris Rock ever going to get over being smacked? Stay tuned. Let's talk about it. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, review, subscribe, and share. It helps other listeners find us. And don't forget to follow us at Yummy Fearless on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and even Pinterest, where you'll find additional content from today's show and also our highly curated He Can Get It list. As always, you can listen to the Yummy and Fearless podcast with the side chicks on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if no one else has told you today, we love you and thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.